Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday. Your team has been on the practice field, back to the locker room. We've got quotes. We've got guys getting healthy, although we do have an addition to the injury report in Jair Alexander, that back flaring up again. He was off the injury report yesterday, but apparently not out of the woods yet. You hate to see that heading to Denver on Sunday to take on Jerry Judy and company need Jair Alexander out there. We'll see how he progresses throughout the week. Uh, on the flip side, on the offensive side, you got Aaron Jones. Speaking to reporters yesterday, sure sounds like he's on the backside of this hamstring issue. Hopefully will be out there Sunday. He sounds pretty confident that he will be. And of course, he will make a monster difference for this offense. And I've seen some chatter there on the old internet uh, Packers blogosphere if you will the Twitter sphere that uh, you know Aaron Jones isn't the panacea that this offense desperately needs Packers fans shouldn't expect monster numbers from Aaron Jones just upon his return alone and yeah no I'm not sitting here thinking or telling anybody that Aaron Jones is going to go off for 150 yards and three touchdowns though it would be nice that's not what I ex uh, what I expect at all. But what I do expect is for a much more efficient offensive performance with Jones in the backfield and as a tool to be utilized both in the running game and in the passing game. This idea that, you know, what we've watched these last few weeks on offense has been so disjointed, oftentimes because this offense is continually shooting itself in the foot with drops, penalties, what have you. And then even when they are able to, seemingly somewhat operate they're not generating a ton of explosive plays and they're finding themselves in a lot of dis uh disproportionately bad situations when it comes to the sticks aaron jones helps with a lot of that and i'm again i'm not saying he's going off for big numbers but regarding the running plays and the game plan that they will most likely have installed if jones is out there it does change the equation as far as where they'll probably typically find themselves as they're trying to traverse the ball down the field a lot more second and fives second and threes third and ones rather than second and nines and third and fifteens and things of that nature where it's a young team with a young quarterback that has a real hard time overcoming that stuff consistently yeah it can happen once or twice but consistently throughout a game don't expect it to happen and now here comes denver and I know you've probably heard a lot. I know I have been reading a lot and been hearing a lot about how historically bad this defense is. And the balance of the season, that is true. But what not a lot of people are talking about is they've improved somewhat these last couple of weeks. Um, no, they're, they're not going to be confused with the 85 Bears anytime soon, but they are playing better football. And it seems they have simplified a lot of the stuff they were trying to do out of the gate. Scheme-wise, adjustment-wise, um, you know, they're they're keeping people out of the end zone now. I mean, it's not like Kansas City just walked up and down the field on them and scored a bunch of points the other night. Uh, they've done a decent job of at least limiting the scoring of their last couple of opponents, and I think their switch of philosophy and approach on defense has had a lot to do with that. So I'm not expecting the Packers to show up and score 70 points like the Miami Dolphins, but I am expecting a much more cohesive offensive performance. The Packers have had a bye week to get healthy, to get guys on the same page, to address whatever they want to address up front with their offensive line, whether that, whether that's a shift in what they're asking the guys out there to do, whether that's 
adjusting who the guys are that are going out there uh, out front for the offensive line. Whatever you need to do as an offensive game planner, i.e. Matt LaFleur, Adam Senevich and company, this is the week to make the adjustments, to make the changes. By week couldn't have come at a better time for the Green Bay Packers. And it does seem to kind of always work that way, doesn't it? We always sit there and bemoan wherever the bye week ends up uh, when the schedule is released. But I'll tell you what, came at a good time for the Green Bay Packers in 2023. So hopefully, coming out of this bye week, we see a much more efficient bunch on offense. And I expect we will. And if we don't, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly in these Packers Twitter streets. I'll tell you that. Hello to everybody in the comments. So good to see everybody mixing it up. Hello, Brandy. How are you? Jim's here. Trayson, how are you, man? Packers fans lying to themselves saying we don't have weapons this year. Oh, I think they got plenty of weapons. They just got a lot of weapons with not a lot of experience and a ton of youth. Uh, although I did love Rasul's quote coming out of the locker room today. Like, are they young? Well, they got to grow up. Five games is enough. <laughs> so hopefully they take Rasul's words to heart. Um, before I get going here, I, I do want to give a friend a shout out to our friends over at Firecracker Farm. You guys know the drill. Spice up your game with Firecracker Farms. Amazing hot salt. Everything is better with hot salt. What is it? Sea salt infused with ghost, reaper, and scorpion pepper. It's great for grilling, dips, and cocktails. You name it. Who makes it? It's a family brand made by hand in small batches, not in a factory. And right now, Firecracker Farm is offering a 20% discount for Cheesehead TV viewers and listeners for a limited time on your first order. So go ahead, go to firecracker.farm now. Place your order and get ready to spice up your game. Don't forget to use CHTV at checkout for 20% off. That's firecracker.farm, promo code CHTV for 20% off. Do it, folks. Spice up your game. And while you're at it, you know what you need to do is tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, check out Corey Banky. On the newest Lost In series, that's right, Discover America, Corey Banke appearing in Lost in Green Bay. Welcome to Lost In. We're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, also known as Titletown, for its love of football. Some of the most famous games that have ever been played when played at this field. And its beloved green and gold. We visit historic Lambeau Field and hit up a tailgate with beer, brats, and something called Booyah. Food is good. Browse the enormous local farmer's market. People show up by the tens of thousands. And tackle an amusement park right on the shore of Green Bay. So get ready to explore. We're sailing off into the sunset. Well, it's still morning. <laughs> get ready to eat. I'm going in, man. Dude. Woo! And get ready to experience Green Bay. You guys want to do it one more time? This place is amazing. That place is amazing. Green Bay is awesome. It is so different now than when I was growing up. It is such a genuinely cool town. And Corey, uh, absolutely awesome that he got to be a part of this. Make sure you're tuning in tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, folks, let's get to it. What's going on, Mario? How you doing, man? Luke Musgrave should be a game changer Sunday. He should be. We'll see if he is. I know Matt was talking about him at the podium today. Um, and confirming that he did indeed run a wrong route on that play where he and Christian Watson are both in the flat together. He's supposed to run a, a stick there. Um, but yes, uh, hopefully, one would think he's got the speed, he's got the ability, he's got the upside, the explosiveness, all the athleticism you could ever want. Let's get him in space and let him go to town. Uh, 
Grayson was just saying, man, they got weapons. Let's utilize them. Lambo Leo, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Watson is just as important as Jones. We need him to show up. Also, did anyone up there let Joe know that Peyton's playbook has been online all week? Well, I don't think it was a playbook. It's a call sheet, but I hear what you're saying. Um, you know, Watson is an important component, but he's not as important as Jones. Um, he absolutely does need to show up, though. Um, they'll undoubtedly be looking for him in certain situations, and he's got to go attack that football with a fervor unknown to mankind. He's got to go get that ball. It's his ball. Go get it. Yes, an important component, no doubt. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Mikhail Ryan, thanks to the super chat. Peyton Manning mentioned having veterans helped him develop. Does relying solely on first and second year receivers slow Jordan Love's development? Maybe a little bit, but remember, every situation is different. And I have zero doubt that having veterans helped Peyton Manning. Uh, but Jordan Love is not Peyton Manning. He's Jordan Love. And he's in a very different situation. And he's a very different quarterback. Playing, by the way, in a very different time. So... I understand that, yes, I'm little doubt that that helped Peyton, but the NFL is very different. The Packers are very different. Jordan Love is very different. So uh, it's not to say that if Jordan Love had a, a veteran wideout out there somewhere, would that not help him? Probably. But it also depends on the vet. Are you telling me that throwing out, you know, Sammy Watkins 2.0 is going to help Jordan somehow? Maybe a little bit, but I doubt it. It's, it's always context to this stuff. Ed, thanks. It is not in the NFL rulebook that the Packers have to always be in third and long, right? I don't know, Ed. I'm starting to question it myself. I guess we'll find out on Sunday, but Lord, that is what Aaron Jones can help you with. Zero question. Get you into some third manageables. Because it has been few and far between this season so far. Mimsy, thanks, man. That Booyah vendor in winter is a godsend. I'll bet it is. And as that gentleman in the uh, the host of the show says, that was good shit. Kobe, thanks, man. Rasul has become that vocal leader on D that has been lacking for a few years. I love it, man. I I know I we did a clip the from one of my I guess it's not a rant, but you know soliloquies the other day talking about Rasul. So I'm not going to do another one, but yes, I love his leadership style. I love that he's taking ownership of. He knows when he says things, it's going to get amplified, right? And he knows when he says things in the locker room to the reporters, that is going to get out and in the bloodstream of the media, so to speak. I, I absolutely love that he's taking it upon himself to step to the fore that way. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's I don't know if it's been sorely lacking, but it's it's been noticeably kind of quiet on that side of the ball for a bit now. And I do really appreciate him stepping up in that regard. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Peter, how you doing, man? Dennis is here. What's up, Dennis? Uh, Joseph asks, wonder if Jair's back or just the thought of re-injuring it holds him back when it comes to run support. Yeah, I did see chatter 
um, coming out of that game and during the game in Vegas that uh, he's not quite the physical specimen he once was, especially on the perimeter when the run is coming at him. I mean, I do think there are certain instances where he's doing his job as far as contain and making sure things get siphoned inside where he's supposed to have help. But it does seem like he is not as physical. It doesn't welcome contact the way he used to. And if that's fear of the back, fear of re-injuring the shoulder that he hurt against the Steelers, I, I don't know. You know, only Jair can answer that. But it does seem somewhat noticeable. I will agree with that. Um, what else we got? <laughs> back injuries suck. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, what else we got, folks? Watson hasn't done anything wrong, LMAO. Well, okay, nothing? He's played perfectly? Please. It's the NFL, and he's in his second year and hasn't even played a full season slate of games yet. There's plenty to work on. Um, Nags not being negative. Okay, Bradley. But concerned about the elevation specifically the defense due to coming off a buy in our infinity for giving up long drives need the offense to sustain some drives for us yes complimentary football we saw the glimpses of it through these first five games but yes one thousand percent that will help and yes to your point their defense is somewhat designed to give up long drives because they don't pressure a lot and they keep everything in front of them and they wait for you to make a mistake, to get behind the sticks, and then they can rally and tackle and get off the field. That's the idea, right? But if you are giving up 10, 12 play drives, you're going to be sucking some wind at elevation. And yes, it would behoove the offense to possess the football a little bit and give the defense some time to recalibrate, rest, what have you. No question about it. Uh... Eric Wilson is a nice surprise. He's played decent, right? I mean, he's not like, you know, Richard Dent part two or anything. But, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's been surprising, I would say. Uh, he's been physical as hell. And he's at least going a million miles an hour, right? He's not one of these guys who sits back and waits and thinks, oh, I don't want to make a mistake. Like, he'll fly to the ball. He'll fly to whoever he thinks he's supposed to be getting. I, I do like his attitude. Um, not the most physically imposing guy, but so far you, you got to like what you see. No doubt. Bill. Thanks, man. Surely coaches have dummy call sheets facing the camera, right? NFL coaches too smart to give away the playbook like that. Bill, you'd be surprised. Oftentimes that is exactly the actual play sheet that they, that you were viewing on television. It's just now the cameras have gotten so, so powerful and they zoom in so close that it's getting more and more apparent what's on that sheet. Talik, thanks for the super chat, man. Did you see the Mike Daniels interview on Game On Wisconsin? I saw uh, little bits and pieces, the stuff that they threw up on Twitter. Um, great. I love Mike. Uh, I remember we had him on Transplants his rookie year. He is a great dude. Um, I think Mike's got a little bit of revisionist history on some, on some of that stuff. But, yeah, it looked like a fun interview. I love Mike as a dude and obviously loved him as a player. Um, I've told the story many times. He's the first guy to ever come up to me in the locker room and introduce himself, which I really appreciated. He's a good guy. Um, what ball do Green Bay fans think Watson should have fought for? Uh, the second interception. 
man, you got to cut inside. You cannot let that defensive back run that route for you. That is your fucking ball. Look, I understand he's talented and he's exciting. He scores a lot of fantasy points, but that doesn't mean he's perfect. It's okay. It's okay to admit it. Much like Trace, and I know you just thought Aaron Rodgers did nothing ev- wrong ever on a football field. It's okay to admit that these guys don't play perfect ball. It's okay. I promise you. It's okay. It's okay. Um, who's in charge of the offense? Got to admit, that's the first time I've ever gotten that question. Uh, Matt LaFleur? What do I win? <laughs> Uh, what are the packages that are most likely to be implemented from Miami? Oh, is this because of the quote from uh, Runyon? Man, I don't know. I, lo- I love how Twitter is like taken off with that soundbite, right? I-, I would love to know what kind of inspiration they've taken from the Dolphins, given the differences in personnel. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm fascinated to find <laughs> I'm fascinated to find out. I mean, there is so much speed on display in Miami. Now, maybe Jaden Reed, Watson, and Musgrave can give them some of the elements there. But, man, I don't know, man. It's pretty night and day, personnel-wise. Mario, thanks again. Should we be worried about Devondre Campbell? I only worry about my children. But you can go right ahead if you want. Um, yeah, no, it's in, it's interesting that they they didn't place him on IR and that he's still not practicing coming out of the bye week. Um, but, you know, I always say they, they've they got more medical information than, than we'll ever have, obviously, on the outside looking in. Worry? I mean, is it going to help? Is it going to heal him faster? Is it going to make the guys who are subbing him, subbing in for him play better? Worry is always the wrong word, in my, in my estimation. Um, it's unfortunate. Man, can't seem to keep him on the field. But it's next man up. Every single team in the NFL is dealing with injuries. So I don't know what worrying will do. Uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? Brandy says, love stays in the pocket. I appreciate that. It is very, very noticeable, right, that he does not bail. Uh, he's pretty damn smart about when he does choose to use his escapability, use his legs, and get either outside to try and throw something downfield or – tuck it and run and, and you know pick up some yards get a first down what have you i've been pretty impressed with that aspect of his game no question i agree with you brandy like you see a lot of young quarterbacks and hell even some vets who their eyes drop instantly when there's pressure you know and they're they come off their reads like he's done a pretty damn good job especially considering how much pressure he was under in that detroit game and somewhat through some of these other games like he hasn't wavered he's kept his eyes downfield and tried to make the reads and stuck in the pocket for the most part. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty impressive. Mike, what's up, man? Carry the G in Wausau, please, Nags. Working on it, man. We finally got out to Hudson. Got in a spooner. Wausau. Wausau on the list. I will talk to the distributor hopefully later today. Cheeto, what's up? Wouldn't be surprised if the total score is 9 or 99. <laughs> you ain't lying, man. You are not lying. <laughs> Oh, Omer, this is hilarious. What? A, what? <laughs> this isn't even a super chat, but this is this is hilarious. Matt and Scary Barry are going to be flipping burgers at McDonald's soon. They don't beat the Broncos on Sunday. All right, well, no one's getting fired if they lose on Sunday. However, if they do lose on Sunday, it is going to get ugly. 
I've been saying it all week. I'll continue to say it right up to kickoff and hopefully not after the game because the Packers have won. But yeah, it's been tough, been tough coming off these losses, but they lose this game on Sunday. It's going to get ugly, but no, nobody's getting fired. Mimsy, thanks, man. 20 super chats is the going rate to get <laughs> carry the G locally. Is that what, it, have you done the calculations? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, I love that we have, uh, we have uh, Yash Nyman conspiracy theories in the chat. That's good. Nathan, we have won out West. We've won out East nags. Get that negativity out of here, brother. Pack by 30, go pack, go. I mean, it hasn't looked pretty out West though. Oh, let's admit it. Like they have not looked good when they travel West. They've won a few, but oh, more often than not, it has not been pretty. That's all I'm saying. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.